You're listening, listening to, to Bible, Bible Plus. Bible Plus from Seesaw. Bible Plus is a podcast featuring short, daily discussions of every chapter in the New Testament. Bible Plus is designed to increase Bible reading, understanding, and enjoyment. Get more out of the Bible. Hey, you all. This is Ty coming to you in the Gospel of Luke in chapter 12 today. And what chapter 12 in Luke brings us to is a warning and a longing, right? Verses 1 through 48, we see actually a, a, a triple warning the Lord Jesus gives his disciples. And you think about a warning, um, you know, if a friend warns you about something, you kind of like pay attention, right? You kind of like get your ears up and think, maybe I should consider, take to heart what they said. And then if your parents give you a warning, you, you probably also just take it really to heart and strongly consider it. But, you know, you still kind of, as an adult, you kind of do your own thing. But I, I just, I was freshly touched with this matter of the warnings the Lord is giving his disciples. This, the Lord Jesus himself, the man savior here in Luke is warning his, his followers, his disciples on three things that really can stop, hinder, and, and, um, really, held back their their experience of himself of him as the jubilee them experiencing himself um in in this matter of grace a matter of enjoyment so i just really want us to pay attention and doubt in here on these three warnings the lord gives us it starts off here in 12 1 the warning concerning religious hypocrisy um the lord tells the disciples to beware of the leaven of the pharisees which is hypocrisy right hypocrisy it was heavily uh, a big a big factor in the Jewish religion and religious Jews there was that you know they publicly held the Old Testament the law you know in the public sphere outward and held others accountable to it but in their private life it was the opposite you know there was a there was a hypocrisy a difference in their public life with to others in their private life before God and the Lord really gets us into this warning of beware of this, beware of this kind of leaven, this element of corruption that plagues um, believers and, and followers of God, that this kind of um, living is something that can stop us from experiencing the New Testament Jubilee. Christ is our everything for our enjoyment. So this is a huge warning here uh, given. And then later, the next warning in verses 13 and 34 is another kind of warning is the warning concerning covetousness um, and really a, a coveting, really the um, wanting the desire for material possessions. It says here in um, verse 15, take heed and guard yourself from all covetousness for no one's life is in abundance of his possessions. And he goes on to this parable to illustrate this point, um, you know, participating in the new testament inheritance of all that god is all that christ is to us we should be aware of these earthly possessions you know the life our life in god does not depend on such possessions even as the lord says in 30 verse 33 you could sell your possessions and give alms make your for yourselves purses which do not become old an unfailing treasure in the heavens where a thief does not come near nor a mouth corrupts so the point here is that we, as we participate in this New Testament Jubilee, this New Testament, um, return to all that God is as his people, we shouldn't, 
well, there's no need to hold on to material possessions as our earthly treasure because our treasure for ourselves is in the heavens in Christ as our inheritance. Um, I mean, once heard a brother say to me, he, he felt like after he got saved, he won the lottery, <laughs> right? Not in material million dollars, but in spiritual unsearchable riches, right? And that's what the Lord wants to bring us into and even warn us from possessing these material things that can keep us from the heavenly treasure. And so the next warning we see is in beginning in verse 22, the Lord charges his disciples not to be anxious concerning their life, or really a word about anxiety. And, you know, this is all fitting right in this day and age, 2020, probably the, a lot of us, the most anxious year of our lives, rather school, job, family, health, um, but the Lord here wants us to realize he as our father knows that we need all these things. Maybe you need to hear that this morning. Today, as you're listening to Bible Plus, um, verse 30 here in Luke in uh, Luke 12, your father knows that you need these things. Um, we are here for the Jubilee, for God's kingdom. And since God, our father, delights to give us these things, to give us the kingdom, certainly he would take care of all our material needs. Therefore, he says we do not need to worry or have any anxiety. I'm sure if you ask even older believers that, you know, friends and family that have been with the Lord faithfully over so many decades, years, they would tell you these experiences of experiencing Lord meeting all their their physical needs. Right. Um, rather be food, clothing. The Lord says no need for us to be anxious for these things that we actually need to be rescued from the anxiety of, of life. And the meeting of these needs depends on God's faithfulness. He is faithful and we should look to him for what we need. I even love the Lord in verse 24. He brings up the illustration of lilies. Right. Consider the lilies, how they grow. They do not toil. Then or even spend, but I tell you, not even Solomon, all his glory was arrayed as one of these. <laughs> Through this illustration of these lilies of the ravens earlier, it, you see the Lord is, is saying if he takes care of those animals, those plants, of course, he would take care of his kingdom people, those who are seeking after him, his New Testament jubilee. If we are seeking the jubilee, seeking Christ as our everything and as our enjoyment, as the one we're going to experience as our man savior, the father will give us food and clothing. He will add these things to us. And the Lord says that our father delights to give us the kingdom. So he will never forget our need. So from here, we go on to verse, verse 49 and 50 in Luke 12, where we see a longing, right? The Lord's longing to be released through his death. And there was this book published about, you know, 60 years ago that really um, made reference to verses 49 and 50 called the release of the Lord. And here this writer pointed out that the Lord in his incarnation was bound and concealed in his flesh. He was God and he had the divine life as his essence, strength and power. Nevertheless, he was concealed in his humanity, which is a restriction to his divine being. Therefore, he needed to be released through that death. That is, he desired that his divine being be, would be released through death. Um, right. When the Lord says, I came, I came to cast fire on the earth 
and what I can desire if it has already been kindled. This fire is the impulse of the spiritual life. Like it's, it's the Lord's divine life that he wants to be flowed out, released and, and just given and imparted into others. And this kind of concealment was with the Lord as he was on the earth, right? Um, you compare this portion in Luke 12, 49 and 50 to John 12, 24. So John 12, 24 says, truly, truly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it abides alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. So even here in John 12, the Lord likens himself to a grain of wheat. If a grain of wheat does not fall into the earth and die, it will abide alone and remain the same. But when it falls into the ground, it dies. The death of that grain releases the life within it. So we can say that death becomes a release to the inner life of that grain of wheat. And through such release, the riches of the life of the grain of wheat can come forth and produce many grains. Brothers and sisters, this is exactly what happened with the Lord. He even compares himself in John 12 to this uh, a grain of wheat that falls into the ground, right, dies. And through that death, um, he releases his eternal life and resurrection to many grains, i.e. me and you, believers on this earth. We were given God's life because of his death. Um, so as he was on the earth, our Lord, the perfect man, the perfect, the complete God, was he had a concealment of this resurrection life. And this unlimited eternal life was restricted in his humanity. But the Lord was so anxious and desirous for the release of this life that he expresses in these two verses in 49 and 50, that he was ready to impart it to many of his believers, many grains. So we kind of see a glimpse here of the Lord's desire to, to be released, to be uh, imparted, to be fully uh, burst into a flame that can kindle the entire earth with his life and nature and expression. So thank you, Lord. This life was released. And by your warnings, we can each walk alongside this life, live by this life and enjoy this life for the next age to enjoy the Jubilee today so we can enjoy the Jubilee Jesus for the rest of eternity.